Actually, we'll be interviewing as a team. We're here to fuck shit up. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Jake Stewart? And I'm Matt. And this is the Nuclear Fridge. <laughs> it's completely insane. You guys are idiots. Do you have nuclear weapons? In the fridge. Is that nuclear waste? This whole fridge is a joke. Honey, you are a regular nuclear meltdown. You and I are not so different. Stupid fridge guys. Well, do each his own. Go to school, boys. Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. As always, I'm your host, Matt Paget, and today... I am once again joined by the bodacious Jacob Decker. One day it's not going to be Matt Paget hosting. That's true. One, I'll die and then someone will have to take oh, the reins. I mean, say say that. as always, <laughs> it's Matt Paget. I mean, I was, I was thinking fair. you'd die. I was just thinking maybe one day you'd, uh, I don't know, transform into someone else. Oh, that's true. Uh, Chris, Chris, pop out of my chrysalis as... The reincarnation of Biggie Smalls. And of course, I am also joined by the Bootylicious Stuart Gears. Why, thank you. Bootylicious, I like that. Bodacious and Bootylicious. I'm glad I was bodacious and not Bootylicious. I like it. (laughs) Well, then I'm glad I picked the right ones. You did. You did. How are you guys doing this week? Doing all right, sir. Oh, something just fell on my desk. I'm doing all right. (laughs) Nice, nice. It's been a, I, uh, it's been a hell of a week. I'll give it that. I went to my first concert for the first time in like two years. Oh shit! Oh shit! Where did, tell us about it. Where the hell was it? I was at the Santa Barbara Bowl. I saw Lord Huron. Uh, I didn't pay for the tickets. I didn't think I was going. My cousin got tickets. Couldn't go. Uh, gave them to me. So I went. It was a bit strange to be in a space with that many people because the tickets. It said our seats were. Uh, 69, 71, and 73. So I was like, oh, they must have just like sold half the half the venue so everyone could at least be a seat apart. That was definitely not the case. It was just packed. <laughs> well, and, was there just like a weirdo in between you and the other people? Well, I mean, people weren't that strict about like where like sitting at their seat. So like right when we figured that out, like I, Callie and I just sat next to each other because we're like, all right, if if no one else is abiding by this uh, uh, alternating seat rule, then we're not either because we didn't want a weirdo to sit in between. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was, it was it was crazy. I'm amazed that people pay money to be down in the pit uh, with. Oh, my God, there's a kid outside screaming. I don't know if you guys can hear that. A little bit. A little bit. Oh. <laughs> just, well, kid anyway. being murdered outside. We'll just leave it there. Yeah, we'll just, just leave it Just yell at the kid. Tell him to shut <laughs> hey, up. shut the fuck, fuck up. up. <laughs> uh, oh, he stopped. Hell yeah. Um, but it's yeah, good uh, hearing. seeing people pay for general admission down in front of the stage when everyone's all packed together was... Uh, I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm not doing that. As much as I love being in GA, I, uh, I'll, I'll take my chances. A lot of people also just didn't wear masks. Uh, which was interesting, hmm. but you know it was weird. I miss. How concerts. was it? Like the the music itself. It was really good. I've seen Lord Huron before uh, in Berkeley. Uh, I would never pay to see them again. I think like I saw them once and I was like, cool. I've seen them. Check that off. I don't really need to see them again. But you know, tickets were given to me, so I was like, oh yeah, of course I'll go. Uh, it was pretty good. If you're into like that sort of indie arena folk i guess if that's if that makes sense to anyone then 
that you'd probably like Lord of Huron. Sound they sounded really good. Uh, there's a lot of songs you probably know by them. Um, that are like what in type indie of music films. are they? They're like folk, indie folk, but oh, like right. arena indie folk, I'd say. Like oh, like the Lumineers. Yeah, kind of like the Lumineers, I'd say. But so not maybe as maybe in a annoying. trailer for an indie yeah, film. Yeah, not as awful. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, uh, I love the Lumineers because in my early 20s, I could tell the DJ to play the Lumineers and then girls would be up for dancing. And uh, that that's about it. That's the only good thing about the Lumineers. <laughs> did you dance with them or did you just play yeah, the song man. and then watch them dance like a creep? It was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I would be like, I'd be like, oh, it's hey, oh, all right, I'm going to watch these girls. Oh, look at them. They're dancing to the and Lumineers. Matt was sitting there being like, hey, ho. <laughs> hey, ho. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, ho. Yeah, it was pretty good. It's good times. Uh, I, I, You know, since since making friends in my mid to late 20s, well, life's just not been the same. I just haven't been able to go out and just watch. You know what I mean? It's. I mean, there's also been other circumstances for that. Yeah, you know. <laughs> that is totally fair. But, uh, uh, I don't know when concerts are going to start up here. The <laughs> Canucks are starting to play in stadiums. Uh, is that a band? Not full capacity. Uh, no, they're the hockey team. I was, I was kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're a band of bozos, though. Am I right, boys? I don't know. Can't comment. Uh, no, they're. I'm very excited for the Canucks this year. They're looking good in uh the the early exhibition games one can't not be excited to see a full arena full of hockey fans again especially so i my friend went to uh, the guy who edits this podcast sometimes david d'agostino shout out to david d'agostino the the editor of our of our podcast when i don't want to do it and that's been the case for a while now so <laughs> anyway he uh he went to a big soccer game that was like packed and he was like yeah the vaccine passport didn't slow anything down they scanned our ticket scanned the vaccine passport and we were in and it's like oh awesome so everything the people complaining about the passports are saying is completely wrong and he's like yeah it's super easy yeah we had to <laughs> show like, our that's awesome like proof of vaccination when we went to the show last night and i only had a picture of it but i was like covering the lot number or something and the lady was giving me a hard time i was like just say if i can go in or go out like i'm i didn't pay for the tickets if i have to turn around fucking whatever but she was like oh you really need to go do this and i was like okay i don't care like right like just tell me am i good or not and she's like fine i'll let you in and i was like yeah of course you're gonna let me in because i have proof of it like it's so dumb yeah 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 it's really weird uh, I, I guess some... I kind of get it because people are like selling fake vaccine cards, which uh, <clears throat> is funny. But um, I mean, it's not funny. It is kind of funny, but it's not. No, it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's a little. Well, what's funny, funny just is because people... it's it's so lazy. It's like they're willing to go through that. Yeah. Well, what's funny too is like people will post on TikTok. They'll be like, "Here's my fake vaccine," but they'll have the number on there, so you can just report it. I think you. I think you like, like you can just report it, and then I, I think you they'll try to find that person and i think you get like a a little bit of money for doing it oh hell yeah fucking bounty yeah i think that's gonna be ratting each other out we could yeah make some money (laughs) (laughs) i i i don't get it either i 
uh, man. Uh, someone sort of close to me was telling all of his friends that he stole a bunch of vaccine cards. So if you want a vaccine passport, come to him. And then they're not even doing that. You have to like get a unique QR code from the government. So it's like, why did you steal a bunch of vaccine cards? You know, it takes less time to get a vaccine, right? Than like planning a heist of the fucking cards. You walk in, get jabbed, and then you're safe. And now, then you can go to hockey. Like, what? <laughs> what what's the whole? Like, what are you doing? It's fucking crazy. And, oh, the the thing that drives me crazy is I, I just saw United Airlines has 99% vaccination rate and the 1% of employees are leaving the company instead of getting vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah, like 500 what? people just le- left. Yeah, dude. And it's like, uh, what? Why would you leave your job in the middle of a pandemic? When the requirement is getting a jab that, uh, like, it's been approved by the FDA, your country's regulatory system. It's fucking wild, man. I could not imagine leaving a job over a vaccine. I I feel like the people who do that, though, are looking for a reason to quit. You know, like, I've been there before with jobs where it's just like, it's like one thing, just just that, that. that straw that breaks the camel's back, that one thing that's going to happen, I'm going to stand my ground and I'll quit. Like, I, I've been there before. I get that. I just think the vaccine's a weird one to, like, draw a line in the sand because there's so much that you kind of need that vaccine for, at least in theory. Right. Like, it's like, 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 well, uh, why, why would you quit your job because you couldn't get the thing that you would probably need if you want to go to concerts if you want to go to sporting events if you want to i don't know like like just potentially other people yeah you know yeah or potentially even another job yeah but but i think it's like it's like a good not a good reason but like i get i understand why people are so like fervent is that a word i don't know whatever you know what i mean but i get why people like choose that to stick to because it's like there's a huge movement behind it not a huge movement but there's a lot of attention to a movement behind it so it's like okay i guess that's why people do it but yeah right you know what that's really funny that you say that uh, you know you've looked for a reason to quit a job because because i have too i've had that happen in the past i wonder i want i wonder if it was the same job for both of us oh i'm not getting into that (laughs) (laughs) oh man i you know what jake speaking to the word fervent I usually just if if I say a big word and I go I don't know what that meant I'm just steaming forward is that, and is, hoping to God it makes sense. I gotta look it up. Uh, having displaying passion and intensity. I think I got it right. There you go. I yeah, think absolutely. You did. I think you did. To have fervor, I'm guessing. Yep. Fervor. It's, it's 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 as if we were we were right for a living or used to write for a living or whatever. Anyway, guys. Speaking of I, writing, though. Yeah, speaking of writing speaking and speaking of, writing. of a society that probably is all unvaccinated, I saw Midnight Mass okay, yeah. uh, this past week. <laughs> <There> we <go. laughs> well, am I wrong? You think that island is lining up for vaccines? No, no, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> so not um, just island. to just to set the stage, I have not seen the final episode of Midnight Mass. So we are going to try not to talk spoilers. Uh, I don't care if it gets spoiled, but I imagine some of our listeners may not want to get spoiled this soon. So we're going to try to avoid spoilers, but I've seen everything except the last episode. So if 
something before then slips. I mean, there, there's only hard one to talk thing about without spoiling, but for the most part, a lot of the things I, I wanted to talk about, I can talk yeah. about spoiler free. I, I, yeah, I think the main thing that is that we kind of in theory might want to dance around is also probably one of the most poorly written and stupidest twists I've ever seen. <laughs> Um, was, I, I I I like this show. Like I think it's fun to watch, but God, do I fucking hate it! Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I I there's only one thing that I'm gonna talk about that could be interpreted as a spoiler. But if you look at a cast list, you already know that certain <laughs> characters are played by certain characters, and there's I'm, no like reveal or anything. Uh, for those characters, but I mean, what you guys are about to talk about is like my biggest issue with it. Uh, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but <laughs> yeah, you guys go first because you guys are on the <laughs> same page. Compared I like to how me. we're literally not saying anything; we're just dancing around this <laughs> I, fucking I you stupid two go show. Because I, I, I think I'm probably on a different side than you guys. All right, I do. There are parts of this show that I really like. And then there is a whole large swaths of this show that I do not like. And despite those uh, huge swaths of the show, and I'll say it right now, I think there are far too many scenes of two people sitting in a room speaking emotionally to each other and too little of actual like action scenes in terms of like, Hey, why don't they move this conversation to a walk th through the Island or going off to a specific part of the Island or being in a diner and getting a feeling for what the people of this Island are like. Cause something happens in the last episode. It's a, it's a really small thing that just made me go, Oh, th why am I thinking about this now? They should have like established something like, like uh, uh, it, it's just they, they don't really do a good job of, of showing you what this town is like or how it is when it's alive or or dead. Like it, it all you only get characters saying like, oh, the like people have moved away because the island is in a recession or whatever because of the, the lack of fishing and stuff like that. And for me, like most like 90 percent of the show has to be two people in a room talking to each other about like what what they think death is or should something we, emotional from their past should we kind of like give a synopsis of what this show is about <laughs> yeah so, I mean, so base, this is, base level yeah, so yeah it's uh mike flanagan who also directed haunting of hill house right and and bly manor and bly manor uh, i didn't see first, bly manor i think he wrote bly manor but didn't direct it oh, okay uh so so it's a horror short series on netflix uh uh, the horror, I think, is kind of a loose term, I would say. It's not like a scary show, but I think it has a lot of horror themes to it. Uh, but basically, it's about this small island, and some weird things are happening at this small island, and there is a new arrival, a new visitor who's there, and he kind of shakes things up with his passion for God. That makes it sound boring but well well he's he's the new the te the village's new priest yeah he's we the new priest that. and uh, and good things happen but oh do the but some weird bad things are also happening yeah and and it's kind of like exploring like what 
what the cost is to have some of these good things happen. Like, what's that worth to people? And it kind of shows you a side of humanity that would do a lot just to improve their current situation, I guess. Uh, yeah. For, for me, uh, uh, the theme of the show to me was it was very much like uh, organized religion v- like versus faith. Like, yeah. I, I mean, don't think I, they I think it criticizes about that. Like, yeah, there's like totally. so many conversations. It's like, I fucking get it, dude. I know what yeah. this is about. <laughs> like, I, I, I think I fucking, that show, oh my God, that show thinks it's a fucking hell of a lot smarter than it actually is. And it over explains so much to you. And also the, the main twist, not the main twist. I don't know. It happens like episode three or whatever is so fucking obvious. And the fact that no one acknowledges like what it is, is so beyond frustrating. Cause it's like, yes it's like you're telling me no one knows what this thing is and what these symptoms are for like it's but it's entertaining it's like the perfect netflix show right because like every episode ends at a spot where it's like ooh, now i really want to see what's next and there's like enough intrigue and mystery and like there's there's enough scenes that i do find interesting that i'm invested in it but like like every step of the way i'm just like like there's one scene where the sheriff just explains his whole background out of nowhere. Oh my it doesn't God. fit yeah. at all. It doesn't make he any like, sense. He like wraps it around at the very end. He's like, so that's why you don't ask me to check the church. And it's like, Wait, it's like, what? you're a cop, dude. What? Like that was crazy to me because <laughs> like they were willing to speak out against uh, religion in schools. Yeah. Meanwhile, which makes sense. He, he put in his like fucking third missing persons report that day too. Yeah. And they were like, you should check out the church. And he's like, you're telling me to check out the church. And it's like, dude, you've got That's your goddamn job. Missing person report <laughs> but also on like your screen. So you, you also like your son is hanging out around there. I think you would have some motivation to go, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe I should go and see what's up. Like, listen, I understand you know how you know what would have made that fucking scene better if or or forget that scene replace it with the cop doing stuff in town and being treated a certain way the the police officer is played by rahul coley and he's he's, really good too he's great yeah he's great i wish he was given more to do so but they don't give him anything to do and you're just told that hey people don't treat him well because he is muslim and it's like (laughs) There, there okay, are why some did you examples. show that? There are some examples. Of there are some. Most of the examples poorly. come from just a couple people, while most of the people actually do treat him fine from our point of view. So when yeah. he has this really long monologue about it, it's a bit jarring to be like, oh, well, we know like, even the people that at least he addresses are kind of against him for his religion. Like everyone else, like at least in one of the scenes that's addressed is behind him, not them. So, I, I don't. I I see. I I agree that they don't they don't show enough for it to warrant that this cop isn't willing to look in the one place that's actually kind of fishy. Yeah, and you know what? I think there are some good moments with him and the town drunk. There's great great moments. Yeah. Really, really great moments of of him treating a person with compassion, and. It's just like, man, I wish there was more to that character for us to have seen him being a sheriff on the island. Um, I think my big problem 
is that so many of the actors are just fucking incredible. And Hamish Linklater, he is so fucking good in this movie as the priest. And I, th- I think he is gets gets the best of it. I think he has a lot to do. He's the standout it, for sure. Oh, for yeah. Me. And I yeah, think for me, it's the main him. character or the, the quote unquote protagonist. Like I thought was probably one of the most boring protagonists in a fucking. Oh, show. Um, I, I had a hard time with it because I thought I don't think he is. I, I don't know his past work other than the purge anarchy. Yeah. I mean, and it seems like a I've really heavy role for him to take on. Like, like interesting to, like, things deliver. happened to his character that I liked, but like, especially that scene you're talking about where it's just him and that woman talking about death for like 15 minutes. I was like, okay, like this is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, but like, again, like I, I, the things I loved about this show were enough to get me through it, to make me want to watch each episode. And I, I, I think Mike Flanagan is really good at composing creepy scenes, just extremely good at, the the patience the slow trickle of uh camera movements like there's this one scene where it moves from one character to a creepy thing and i really love that whole the way that whole scene plays out except for the end of it but it's he's really good at that stuff and it's it's a bit disappointing that there wasn't more of that in this sprinkled throughout uh like i was i was bummed out that like there wasn't more exploring the island showing us what this town is like all these these different characters and how people in the town act if it's if you see people in the streets often or if it's more like hey people stick to themselves you don't really know and there's something in the last episode that just made me go oh well like just it's completely distracting because they didn't show what the town was like and it's just like I, I don't know. Like, it would have been cool if they went out into the bush of the island or like, I feel like we only we get like one scene where they walk from their house to church. And then like, you see a couple scenes where this guy walks this person to their house and then that's it. And you don't actually get to see them interact. With, like I, the, the, I feel like they said that the mom was the general store person like at the, in the first episode she says oh hey uh uh sheriff i'm going to i'm going to be a little late i'm walking my son to the church and then he's like all right i'll 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 watch the place cuz like the general store and the sheriff's office is in the same building but then you don't ever see her talk about the general store in the general store have anything to do with the general store and there was just a lot of that stuff that like just didn't it made made the town just feel kind of like a set and i thought it looked great and i loved the way a lot of the rooms and the the buildings looked but it just didn't feel real and that's probably the biggest disappointment for me is that i i just feel yeah like i don't know man it was it was just like i saw the inside of a bunch of rooms that people talked in and had meaningful conversations and everyone has a story to tell you and they're going to tell you at a moment that just holds off on the story enough to keep your anticipation for the next event and it's 
there, there's something that happens in the last episode that's just so fucking out of left field that just made me go, what the fuck? I was not expecting that at all. And it's not even a, like, bombastic thing. It's just... It just fucking... Uh, uh, like, two characters interact in a way that's like, wait, what? Why are they interacting in that way? They didn't build this up at all. Like, there's no... Anyway, it, I, it's a bummer. Like, I, I definitely agree with you, Jake. I don't think it's as smart as it thinks it is. And uh, I wish there was a lot more of the horror stuff in it mixed in with, like that, f- like, that first episode where... Um, the sheriff's son, uh, the the uh, the drunk driver's brother, and then that shitty, stupid haircut kid are riding their bike through town to get drugs, and then they go off to that like fuck off island out in the middle of the ocean, and they smoke drugs, and there are cats looking at them and stuff. I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like that that was the stuff that I was wanting more of. Is just hey, we're gonna go somewhere in this island and do something as opposed to the next five episodes of, Hey, we're going to sit in this room and have a talk about what the meaning of life is. I will say though, uh, actually I, w- I want to hear Stuart's thoughts on this. Cause I feel like Stuart hasn't, I do too. No, 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 you go first. No, um, no, no. You finish what you're I, saying. I will say in the second to last episode, when the sheriff is in the church and turns around and oh. and sees that that's that shot was fucking dope that was so that's cool. a great fucking yes that, that is oh my god <laughs> like that moment was was fucking awesome i really like that and like i, I don't know i, I don't want to say too much about that until i've seen the final episode because there is something that kind of bugs me but i it could change in the last episode so i, I won't follow that train of thought quite yet but yeah Stuart, Stuart what were your thoughts uh, just just before Stuart talks, there are a couple things the last episode introduces that bug the fuck out of me. Mostly because they were introduced in the very last episode. All right, Stuart, my boy, <laughs> I want to hear everything you have to say. I'm, uh, I've, I've literally been waiting three days for this. Oh, Lord. Oh, that's right. We, that's right. That text. I forgot. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, I definitely liked it more than you guys. I The thing with me with it, I... Uh, I loved Hill House, um, and I really liked Bly Manor. Um, I had some issues with it, but I, I liked it overall. I thought it stuck the landing better, actually, than Hill House did. Um, yes, I would agree with and that. And as far as this show goes, without going into spoilers, I guess I'll address what I, I should I address what I, I'll address what I did like first. I or didn't like first. Um, my biggest issue, uh, I. I I I, I like it, it's it's a bummer because I I like what they did with it, but I I figured it out the first episode and it really annoyed me. Yeah, so did it I. It really annoyed me. That's, I I they showed yeah. way t- they were they showed and alluded way too much into things. I think in the first two episodes for there to be a surprise. Yeah. Now how they reveal it. I thought was actually like, oh, they are not even having this be a big spoiler until the very end of one episode, which is spoiled by, I don't want to say what, but like the first minute you see something of a certain character, you're like, oh, well, that's, you know, so-and-so. And it's just like, there's no... In terms of what's going on, I figured that out right away, which annoyed me. Yeah. Uh, I, and and I I don't want to 
fault it for that though because i don't think the show is reliant on that as being like the big thing that sells it uh it's just like yeah like there's a like there's a thing there's a scene on the beach and they like go into detail about what happened to them and i was like like you guys like like if anyone's seen like a chunk of horror you could be like oh maybe it's this like even if you're like having you could even take a guess where I was sitting there like, oh, please don't be that, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to go around this without spoiling anything. But uh, that annoyed me. Uh, there was a lot of. Yeah, but yeah, I guess that go- goes with that, though, is the show definitely has a th- thing with whether it be dialogue or even things that are happening or like a character focuses on something and you don't even need to see what it is they're focusing on to realize what it is they're focusing on. So when they reveal what they're focusing on, you're like, well, yeah, I figured that out already. Yeah, that's they did that twice. Crazy. And that happened way more than it should have for me. Um, even another character goes through a really traumatic thing. And I like, like they like save it to the i think it's the second to last episode for the explanation of that but i was like i kind of figured that out anyway already um and there was no so there was no as far as what's going on those reveals i didn't really get shocked by because i kind of just figured it out early um and i'm not saying that i was like oh i'm clever like like you guys it sounds like even figured it out too so it's like it's just like if you like have any sort of like kind of basic horror knowledge, you could probably guess what's happening right away. Well, I think uh, I, I think that was like one of my bigger issues, though, because it's like I figured it out fairly quickly, probably at the beginning of the second episode or, or uh, maybe not as soon as you. But I figured it out pretty quickly. And then when like the show reveals the show, like, quote unquote, reveals it, it's like so fucking obvious at that point that it's like, yeah. We get it. And then the fact no one like puts one and one together and figures out what they are is like, well, yeah. I mean, the thing with like, I agree with you a hundred percent, like, especially the reveal at the end of it. I think it's episode three where it, it does a flashback to something and it's such a big moment, but you're just, I was just sitting there like, I know. Okay. <laughs> I yeah. get it. I, I um, thought that moment was, I mean, I I'm, I 100 percent agree with you. Like that that reveal wasn't a reveal to me. But, well, I the had actual a... reveal. I mean, and I also guessed this. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I, it, it it wasn't a big reveal either. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, because everything about it was right. super predictable, and I guessed the horror trope, and I guessed the big spoiler. I I just oh man I don't know <laughs> well there was like a little part of me that was like well Mike Flanagan you know he I you know I've really enjoyed what he's done so far movie wise and TV show wise so there was a little part of me that's like I'm probably wrong but then when I ended it ended up I wasn't and then I was like eh, that's a kind of a bummer but um, that's why but that's it's, oh go ahead th- that's why I think this is like the perfect Netflix show because it's like it, it thinks it's smarter than it is it makes everything incredibly <laughs> obvious and it's easy to watch like like I, I think it's like the perfect netflix show this is like the kind of shit they want and part of me is like i wonder i wonder if there was some oversight from netflix like oh let's make sure to hammer this point home or like let's end on this note just so people will continue to watch right I, yeah i mean the other thing with it like with the over explanations of things 
they really do like i actually liked a lot of the religious themes going on i thought it was refreshing they had a lot of characters with very different uh views as far as faith goes like you have the, the totally. sheriff who's who's a muslim you have uh people who are believers but they're not towards that crazy dumb where they're you know you know having these really hateful angry beliefs and then you do have those hypocritical like old school hard catholic types and i really liked the dynamics between all that with the show without because um, I saw some people complain, like, like I'm sure they're probably those types at the end there. I just explained that we're like criticizing the show for being anti-religious, which I didn't get at all. I, I feel um, like it it threads a very it, it does a great job at threading that it needle. Def- where like, it's, it definitely it's critical. It's but critical, it's, but it doesn't condemn. Yeah, it, it's, and it's also very like I feel rewarding of faith versus like organized religion. Oh yes, absolutely. You know it's, what I mean? No, no, absolutely. And that, and for me, that was really refreshing in the show because usually it's like just a bunch of people who are on one end or the other. Yeah. Um. In this show, they didn't do that, which I liked. Uh, as far as other complaints, uh, I I wasn't big on. There was a lot of monologues. Yep, like from characters that didn't need to have monologues. One hundred percent. I have no issue with monologues if they're sparse. Like it kind of reminded me of like now some of them I thought were awesome, but like The Walking Dead, where eventually it just kind of turned into a bunch of characters giving off like speeches about about hope, but we can still do this, you know? Do it for Carl, man. Do it for Carl, man. And they do it. They go on for like five minutes. Uh, This show did that more than I feel like it should have. Uh, in the last episode, uh, I'm going to say this without spoiling anything, but there's a character that's going through something and they have an inner monologue kind of going on and it feels incredibly long and out of place. Oh, my God. That Very, fucking and, mo- and it because oh it's God. like interspersed with something that didn't happen, but they changed it up for that character from their perspective. But it goes on for like a while to the point of that they're still going and they're doing flashes of other characters. And you're just like, "Uh, that wasn't necessary. So Uh, that part, there's a lot of unintentional comedy in this series for me. Like I laughed at a couple like very melodramatic moments. That part made me laugh really hard because it was so stupid. It's very out of place. And then there's a scene in the last episode also where, uh, one of the more dislikable characters calls another character a name. Yeah, and it's almost <laughs> it's 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 so like it's so quick, but like doesn't feel warranted to the point out of it. Almost seems like a parody of this type of person. Well, that's that's what I was talking about yeah, in terms of like, they needed to show this island and how it was before. Well, the, the thi- well I don't mind if they, that they didn't go too far into that. But if that they really, moment wouldn't have been crazy if if they had it, shown it, that character acting like that earlier. See, other than the, the one moment in the very first episode where he acts like that. Well, I don't really agree with that because they have those two characters have a dispute in one episode about the religion in, in the public school. Oh, and, I, I was. Oh, so no, I was talking about the the a different character. <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm talking about about that one. But yeah, like the character almost becomes comically evil, basically. Yes, and like I, 
and it's a and that's the bummer with some of the show is that there's I love how I started off with like I really like the show and I'm going off of the things I don't like. Well, but, well that's the thing is like I think Jake and I also like enjoyed watching this show despite not liking big parts of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, I think it was a fun watch for sure. Uh, but uh, but I am curious. Well, once once you're done, Stuart, I, I'm I'm curious like if there are monologues you guys thought worked and like conversations uh, well yeah so uh, to finish up the things i didn't like uh uh when it comes to this is something that i actually liked and was kind of like didn't just out of because of what i thought well i don't know i, I i'm like, just trying to go around sp- not spoiling shit sorry uh, i should have seen it before no 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 i don't <laughs> want to spoil it for other people too yeah i yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> I think it is much better to go into this show as a drama than a horror show because yeah. I actually think the most, some of the most effective moments from it are purely interactions between some of the characters in the community. I think there are effective moments of horror, uh, something with me, which I was like, please don't, I need, I don't want like every episode to be like this. If you don't like animal violence or animal deaths at all, like the first two episodes are pretty rough. Oh yeah. Huh? Uh, especially there's a scene with a dog, where I was just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, is, yeah, that was a fucking rough. scene. <laughs> no pun intended on rough, but it... Uh, that was me, like, when, when that scene happened with the dog, <laughs> I was looking over at Cooper and just like, um, don't look at the screen, but don't look at the screen. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and then, like, the thing is with the show is, like, there's, like, moments like that where you kind of instantly know what's going on, and then they hint at other characters knowing who's possibly what's possibly going on, but then you don't really get any there's nothing there it's just kind of a loose thread that goes nowhere in the grand scheme of the show uh and that's kind of a bummer for me uh as far as the acting goes i thought it was great for the most part i think i i I believed in most of these most of the people's performances uh the father especially i i really really when i first when you first watch it he seems like he's just gonna kind of be that odd character but he's very very much fully realized especially at the last episode henry thomas uh uh yeah uh, the the main priest um oh uh, yeah, fa- yeah father paul and yeah uh, sorry I, I sorry i you were saying father and, and oh, I was no, just he's thinking, great too henry thomas he, is great in the show i think uh, he i think he's all right it's I, the thing that that gets me and I'll, and I'll mention this in a minute is is that mustache and i don't believe that's a real <laughs> mustache. <laughs> no I, th- I thought he was really good i as far as um okay so going into the things i did really like about the show which i've already touched on a bit but uh when it did delve into what this thing is and even when it didn't i absolutely love the design of it I think the prosthetic work looks great. There's a scene where oh, that's prosthetics. A, a chunk of it was dang, and yeah, so I, I like the design of that thing um, a lot. The scene you're talking about, I almost with when he, when the sheriff's in the church and turns around, I almost got chills just because that image was so like oh yeah, creepy, yeah. but also badass too. Like yeah. the way it looked was so well done, and then it does something afterward, and I was just when, really taken when it back walks by into it. the rec center. Uh, I think an episode before that episode or two before that it was really creepy yeah Yeah. but there's a scene that's really effective with it in I think it's like episode two when there's a character that's going through this dark house and it it's not a jump scare it's just there 
And it's a really good scene. Like it's a like I wish more horror movies and shows did scenes like it. Like it's that good. Um, Yeah, I mean, Mike Flanagan is so fucking good at that. And when it came to the some of the flashbacks, like even though that one flashback at the end of episode three is like a bit on the okay, we know that scene is surprising. It's not surprising, but it's a really good scene. It's just kind of keeps hammering everything on the head of what it is. Um, as far as the they don't no one picking up on what's what it is. I kind of just looked at it from the standpoint of these that those are not things that these people maybe have ever been made aware of or maybe doesn't even exist in their culture. I don't know. Because some other movies that. have done that. I, I, I know, but I like, there's that. been movies that have done that. So for me to to not go into that criticism, I could believe like, like, OK, people probably maybe these people I, just have never heard of that. They're on, you know, I, don't I think know. The, the the only reason why I was like, fuck this when people wouldn't acknowledge what was happening. The only reason why I was like, OK, I get it is because of organized religion and the fact that all these people are so like fiercely devout to going to church and believe what the Bible is teaching them and so on that I, I like could see that when the priest was like, this is what this is. Don't question it. Then I can like see why people wouldn't question it. But the fact that like the people who are kind of like up in the air about what's going on, like don't acknowledge it, at least based on what I've seen so far, I think is a little, uh, absurd although i guess to be fair <clears throat> most of the characters didn't know what that was except for one so yeah i mean it, it, i mean the one thing seen i it rather right i mean the one thing i will give it also is that they they do address especially in like those last two episodes that not everybody in that church is as devout as some which leads to they, certain things they, happening, especially in the last episode. They also introduce in the very last episode the fact that this whole island isn't religious. Like there are a lot of people who don't go to church and aren't yeah. religious. And, and and that was a fucking mistake. Well, because it was I, yeah. so confusing. Based well, they, on everything this show showed us before, it just it portrayed the drunk dry riley that's his name it portrayed riley as this outlier for not wanting to engage in communion and it just made me go like this whole show made it seem like this whole island was was christian except for rahul coley's character Uh, yeah catholic catholic sorry um and then they introduce that there are some non-religious people on the island and it's just like well, yeah. now I'm thinking about that and not in this, not on this like pretty impactful scene. And it just, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't do anything for me because I was thinking about, oh, wow, I guess, I guess this whole island isn't religious. Well, like it, did- it's not a, it, it, that really annoyed the hell out of me. Well, for me, where that what I mean, it's definitely a little bit of an issue because they show so many that aren't at the end, but they did address in like, like I think the the three episodes before that, that there were people going that normally would not go to church because of things that are happening. Right. And he even makes a comment that there's so like people here that normally wouldn't be here, 
you know, I appreciate it. And like he, he makes a couple comments about it where I go like, OK, so there is others. There are others on this island because it comes to the point where the church is filling, you know, slowly getting more and more full. I so actually, I knew that yeah. there was other people, but I do understand your point and, and don't I can't like argue with you about it because I, I get it kind of related but, to that, though. I actually do have. Uh, it's kind of spoilery. I'll wait until after. But there's something that happens in that second to last episode that doesn't quite make sense uh, because of the character. I, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but I had a lot of trouble figuring out why a certain thing happened when I didn't think it should have. I'm interested to hear that. Uh, so there is a scene in episode one of the I don't know the exact episode. It might be five or six that didn't quite make sense why a character goes to certain lengths to sh prove something to another character <laughs> um oh, yeah i they're oh, they they do give an explanation kind of but i wasn't quite buying the explanation especially with how other characters reacted in the last episode uh so that almost was like just it seemed like just drama for drama's sake type thing a little bit yeah i and i also laughed at that scene so it was just yeah, a little bit too. like well that that was extreme uh, <laughs> that but, was like really fucked up really yeah I, it was extreme I will say though, I, if we're thinking of the same scene though i did think that was one of the better monologues when yes, he was, no, he was talking about how like uh, uh talking about religion how in like back in the old days where there was no technology back when it was just cavemen and they just see a bunch of lights in a valley and they'd look up and see stars and they just assume those are more tribes and then how like religion built off that i thought was pretty good but yeah i think uh how that scene ends is, is a bit ridiculous i was laughing it was just yeah, a, it was just I... over the top with the conversation <laughs> they were having uh, but also, like, clearly you understand what's happening and you like any anyone can follow it but they just had to show the reverse and i was just like oh the reverse yeah yeah i was like you didn't need that we got it we got it but now that you put it in here i'm gonna laugh a little because <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it's it, a really good scene well, for laughing it would have <laughs> been one of those scenes it would have been better to be a bit more subtle with it i think if they were gonna just do that anyway Especially because uh, that mo that show is like you were saying is more like a drama than it is horror. Exactly, that just scene just like did not fit. Like I, I was expecting something a little more subtle and prolonged. Maybe it was like they may as well have just put a Wilhelm scream in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, it's a another scene which I, as far as acting and stuff goes in shows lately, is like one of those scenes where I was like, holy shit, these fuckers are acting their asses off uh there is this uh, character who has something that's happened to them it, it is it is fixed and said character confronts the person that caused it that and so so the the scene where it gets fixed i laughed at i thought that was hilarious i, I didn't laugh the at that scene i, I, I thought it was so melodramatic and so goofy i'm but, but the scene where they confront but the person was amazing. When she, there's a scene that takes place in a character's like RV. Yes, that is a fantastic oh, yeah, scene. That's, that's I was, really good. I, I got, I was, I was, I was a little emotional. I was like, damn, this is 
really, really well done. And it's those scenes that are the reason I, I liked this show more so than, you know, the horror aspects that I think a lot of people are looking for, which I get. I mean, that's kind of... I like of, the horror. Well, the horror is good. There's only three not, seconds of it, but it's, it's a good three seconds. It's, a, it's The horror that's there is well done, but do not watch it if you're just going into it for that. You yeah. will be disappointed if you do that way. Like, and I, and I, I was, I think another reason I ended up liking it more than I probably would have is I prepared myself that this might just be more of a character thing, like Bly Manor than a Hill House type show. Cause right. Hill House is, is much more horror. It has those great characters, but it delves right into that horror where Bly Manor, while it is a haunted, you know, place, most of what's going on in the season is about the relationships with those characters. And there's really only one episode where they kind of delve further into what happened and what's going on, which is an awesome episode. It's the black and white one. Uh, oh, in Bly Manor. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't but see the, Bly Manor. I think I should see it. Maybe it's worth it. I, I think it's worth it. I didn't love Hill House. I liked it. I didn't love it. I think the thing that, made that show really stand out for me was that one episode that one shot episode where they would change between time uh oh and they would switch out actors and stuff yeah that, that episode was, was fucking sick it's a great but, great but other episode. than that i thought the horror was like so cheesy and like overdone and in hill house in hill house yeah because it's like it's like okay everyone's got like the thing haunting them and it, they were always like super tropey i thought and i was like yeah that's fair I, I I enjoyed it. It was I probably I felt the same uh, as I did about this show. Is like I I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as clever or smart as it thought it was, but uh, it was fun and it was hard to put down. Like I think I watched it all in a sitting. I yeah. definitely liked this more than Bly Manor. I would say. It's definitely it's, more, it's really it's complicated. more condensed, which I liked about it. Yeah, it's it, not it as being seven episodes helps it a lot, because if this was ten episodes, I would have fucking shot my brains out. It would have dragged. It, it, it would have been, uh, add like 18 more monologues and we could have gotten there. But <laughs> yeah, I, Bly Manor has some phenomenally stupid monologues. Like there, there's one. Yeah, but one, it kind of, it kind of. <laughs> Like I, don't, I like not going too far into it, but it, like they kind of fit in with how that show was done. Yeah, Bly Manor I mean, is definitely more of like they, a it's, gothic like, romance. It's than a gothic a... romance, and like they kind of like out the gate have some characters that are very, uh, you know, a bit over more over the top than they were in Hill House. Yeah. So, so my problem with Bly Manor, and I'm gonna—it's two things. Rahul Kohli's character sucks in Bly Manor. <laughs> I love him in this. He's, but he's he's great in this. He his whole character in Bly Manor is I'm a, a quirky dude who's really nice and likable, but also all I do are puns, and puns aren't funny. He puns is, aren't funny is, when your friends do them. Puns are only funny because you can give your friend shit for making a pun. But when it's a TV character, you don't give a shit. It's just annoying. <laughs> and then secondly, there's there's this or one if you're monologue. Norm McDonald. Oh well, yeah. yeah. If you're if you're like purposely bombing, yeah. Uh, but th there's a there's a monologue in that Bly Manor series where it's a gardener and they're like. 
Yeah, I've always loved flowers more than people because they're people. Flowers, flowers yeah. can't hurt me. <laughs> but maybe one day I'll find a person I love as much as these flowers. And it's like, oh, you mean the person? Yeah, yeah. Simple Jack, the... <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it's yeah. it, it's it's really dumb. Uh, also, one more thing: the the actress who played Wendy Torrance in Doctor Sleep plays um, Mildred. I actually wanted to talk about this character. Yeah, this is an old woman who is played by a young woman, and our friend Callie Plaguey messaged me on Discord and asked me why does she look like Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "That's a perfect observation because I too was like, oh, why the fuck does she look weird as hell? I bet this is a younger person playing an old person." Yeah, which also was like kind of a spoiler not a spoiler but it's, it's a, just like when you figure you out know what's going, what's going on, on it's with, like, yeah you're oh, like oh, okay i know what they're why, doing with that that's why yeah. this is happening and it's just like oh yes. god um i do though want to speak uh while <laughs> without like the prosthetics definitely did not do what they wanted i at least i don't think well uh, even henry thomas i mean we'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and say it he starts the show with gray hair and it looks like someone fucking dropped like dust on his regular. Hair. <laughs> yeah, but uh, and the mom too. The mom too absolutely looks fucking weird as hell. And then they, <laughs> but it's so fucking bizarre. Yeah, but uh, the actress that plays Mildred, her name's Alex Asso. Um, she's also what, actually. What was the? What was her big movie that she did? No, it wasn't she, huge. It wasn't Star Strange, Starry Eyes, which Starry I Eyes. loved when it came yes. out, and like not too many people saw it. But she's, she's very good in Doctor Sleep too. I, yeah, I need to watch Doctor Sleep. But she's she's also really good in this. Like despite some of the effects, yeah, she's really good. And I, I did w- buy her. I did buy everything she did. It's just that you know, not old lady, but. She gets well, better as the series progresses. I yeah, think. I yeah. think personally. I mean, it definitely benefits for sure. She uh, she's fantastic by the end. Of it. By the end of the show, she's incredible. Yes, I agree. <laughs> uh, but she, her, and another. That was another thing. I or I can't say too much because once again, spoilers. But uh, the relationship with her and another character that's especially delved into in the last episode. I actually was really. Into. confused oh really i, I was that into confused it. the hell out of me well because <laughs> they gave kind of a hint about it they like were hinting at hint. it throughout the show they did a bit I, I mean looking back on it i guess but i still and, and I, think I, I know i think i know what it is what you're talking about i thought they, that made, was pretty made obvious no, too see that made no yeah, sense you. to me see okay. i, I, I kind of was right, like i might be wrong but i think uh, i know what I, you're getting I, into I bought into it and I I liked how they handled it at the end. And it also helped with the arc of one of the characters, which I I By I, the I liked end how of the last happened. episode I liked it. But at first I was like, wait, what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I didn't have that reaction just because I kind of oh, wow. already had that in my head. Um, Alright, I'm a fucking idiot. No, just you're not an it. idiot. You're not an idiot. <laughs> yeah, you kinda um, are though, dude. Yeah, but, that's fair. But, Jake knows it. But I, I think there's more good to the show than bad for sure. Uh, I really, I did enjoy it, and I still will. Next time they, my planning it as a movie or a show, I will be watching it. Uh, and 
God, I want to talk about some things, but you just can't. I, f- I feel I feel like <laughs> I it would have been a solid three-hour movie. They could edit it down. I was going to say, because here's the thing. There's a lot in terms of conversations that happen that are all good, mostly just because the actors are really good. Yeah. But some of them are a bit of repeats of other conversations that happen in it. Um, like, I did like the... Um, the meetings with the father and Riley. I, I did like those, those sections. Uh, yeah, those I, were good. I, he, I enjoyed those. Those are definitely the moment, the better moments for the, for Riley's character. Yeah. Uh, th- there is a, a thing that happens to a character uh, and uh, their reaction. I just was like, really? I'll be honest. I, I think either we spoil this and keep talking about it, or we stop because we've been I'll doing stop. so you know much what? dancing yeah. around things. I, I almost wish we I just said we were going to spoil the main twist. You know what? No, no, no. I, at this point, it's fifty-seven minutes into this podcast. Around there, <laughs> we've been. Talk- uh, oh, has it been fifty-seven if, minutes? Yeah. So, oh, well, I mean, it's probably it's around there. I don't know. We'll probably cut some out in editing, but all right. right, right. I think it's time we we talk about some of the stuff. We won't spoil the last episode because Jake hasn't seen it yet, well, and I don't really need to. Well, let's not spoil the events. Like we yeah, can talk I about mean, like what maybe happens with some yeah, things, but I, I don't want to talk about like I, where I it ends. We'll just what? talk about the main twist. All right, Jake. Yes. I'll let Jake take reins on this. He'll he'll decide what we spoil, and that's Agreed. the but, end of it. If you don't want to be spoiled at all, stop listening. Okay, we'll talk about five minutes more and then end the episode. Remember <laughs> everything I said earlier about being confused that people didn't understand we talked about prosthetics i talked about that cool thing that was in the church it's a vampire it's a fucking vampire uh that's the twist there's a they brought a vampire the the priest brought a vampire back from damascus (laughs) and then was serving the whole uh community its blood in order to turn the whole community into vampires Uh, well basically to heal them and that vampire i thought was fucking dope yes it's amazing it is Sets 30 days of night my favorite so design fucking cool there's only one thing i don't like about it and it's in the final I know, episode and i think i know what you're gonna say because it's it, it bothers it's, me too it's so weird and because it, it kind of takes should've... away the fear of it well also <laughs> Does it, it it's no, 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 no okay. um, It shows us its penis. Uh, oh, it's so huge. Is it monstrous? Huge. It, it's got fangs, bro. Uh, nice. <laughs> no, I, I. It's just something that they should have foreshadowed way, way earlier, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, but I love it. I, I mean, like we were talking when it's when it walks into a room, it's like, oh, this is creepy as fuck. Yeah. Or it, when you see it, it looking at someone through a window, it's uh, creepy. It as fuck. grabs your attention for sure. I and think it's cool how the show plays with because like everyone always thinks of angels as these like heavenly looking creatures that look like beautiful humans with just wings on them. And the Bible does not describe that at all. That was just I think yeah. like the fucking Renaissance Marketing. painters came up with that. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, Marketing the show, Renaissance, the show, the same show thing. addresses that, which is one of my, my it, the things yeah, I really liked about and, it. And I think I think that was kind of like why I was able to slightly buy into the fact that people went along with it because they were like, oh yeah, I mean, like I know enough about the Bible to know that that's not what angels look like, but that's also not what they how did they describe angels in the Bible either? 
Um, but you know, Catholics don't read the Bible, so it makes sense that they think that. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like I, I did really like how it was kind of like playing with our expectations of what uh, what angels look like, and that instead of just they filled that void with a vampire, like that was pretty cool because y- you see a lot of resemblance right like it yeah, has yeah. the wings no, there's a lot creepy. of similarities with what they were doing with it and like the eternal life thing and, and the eternal life and like even when he was talking about like uh how like you, you know in catholicism like the the holy sacrament you are most sects of catholicism believe that you are actually eating the body of christ and the and drinking the blood of christ after uh the the priest has performed the i forget what it's called um people believe that they don't believe it's bread or wine they think it is the body and blood of christ and i thought that was like a really cool thing to tie into this idea that it is actually giving people blood but then that brings me to the other issue was how come the fucking kid uh the 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 (laughs) sheriff's kid lived because he hadn't been taking communion right uh no he he (laughs) he he had he had he, the, he was he showing had, up to church he was showing up in like the last like but but you cannot well, take communion. they won't time. give you communion unless you are confirmed like you can't just take communion which is well, my issue right. so if there was a scene where it was like oh he like snuck up you there, know what? We'll the priest, accept you the priest let him then i would be like okay like i i would believe that's that, true but, but i thought he was gonna take that thing that that poison and fucking die and it would be it would like cause an issue but he came back to life and i was like wait a second but he hasn't had any communion and don't they need to have that blood in them in order to be converted into a vampire yeah yeah so that was my bigger issue that that was the one thing that was driving me crazy i think yeah the only i think i just accepted that they would just give him wine yeah i mean the only explanation i could think of was they mixed in the blood with the poison maybe but the the cup was clear no, yeah. it was it was all just it was purely just the the poison. Yeah, it, it, so, like normally I I don't care a lot about plot holes, but like that was like a twist. Like that was setting up a twist because it was like and like they even mentioned multiple times like his dad was yeah, like, "Well, you can't right. take communion." He's like, "I know because I'm not I'm not Catholic." But then like he three three times with that conversation. Would have been, it would have been a sick moment if the dad was like, "You took communion after he revived himself." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because the, o- the only thing Traitor. those two do together is pray and, and yell. Like, they don't ever do anything fathers and sons do. So I didn't give a fuck about any of that. Like, I was like, yeah, why would I care? They didn't show these people being... Uh, I mean, I did kind of take it at the... Like, I don't know. I don't I, they should have shown the like dad that. and kid like, fishing or something. I don't know. Do something. Fisting? Yeah, I mean, I mean they did. <laughs> I, no, I don't... Probably cut that. I don't... <laughs> No, nope, no, it, it stays now. Uh, the uh, like, because like the father at the end, like last, I want to say two, maybe three episodes, is welcoming people who aren't necessarily religious into the church. So with that, I almost kind of bought bought into because he knew what he was doing and with the blood that he was like not really paying attention to just like pure catholic rules when it came to it because there's yeah. also people in the show that are christian that aren't catholic and but, there's but like, my issue is that know, they didn't show that right right because i mean and i even had that issue when uh the what's his name the main character gets bitten too 
because I was like, wait, but he didn't. Oh, with Riley? He, he also hadn't had any of the uh, uh, the blood of Christ. So, like, how would he do it? But I guess because he actually got bit by the vampire, it was a little different. Well, and, well, right. I, I bet off screen the vampire fed that guy his blood. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, either that's that what or, I the, or the bite. Because isn't it? I mean, I, now they don't establish... A, no, a, no, a lot I, I mean, of things in the show when it comes to vampire. Well, lore. but but I think I think it definitely like the first moment of the vampire bites Pruitt and then feeds him his blood. I, I think that establishes that you have to drink the blood, Just, and, well, and that's not an uncommon vampire trope that you have to drink vampires' blood to become a vampire. Right, but he did. He did though take take some. What do you mean? There's an episode where he goes up just because it's like kind of awkward with his family and he does. Take oh, some. right. Oh, really? OK. Uh, well, and, I, and it, I just it, figured that it was off camera that he was fed more blood or yeah, whatever. That I was able to buy into more. It was mostly the kid that I was like, wait a second. How right. is he OK again? And, and like, I think like that would have been a good scene, too, for his character to be like because like i've been Stuart, taking communion this whole time or yeah, some Stuart shit and i went to mass a ton and like i i remember those scenes where i was like if you're catholic if you're a confirmed catholic you can go up and everyone else would either wait or you could go up and get like blessed by the priest but i i would always did stay you, back so you guys you guys never drank did Stuart? did you drink oh, no, communion I, went wine? I went up Oh hell! Yeah, you were Stuart, like hell Stuart yeah! Drink drinks. some wine. I did a couple times. Uh, well, technically, you know what, dude, I then, got baptized. You know, watch you. So I started. And I started Catholic. Well, so just because you're baptized, you have to wine. get confirmed. Well, I want, but you know what, Jake? I kind of want to go get baptized in a river. It's bread and wine, okay? If no, I, it's I, not. If I'm Stuart. hungry. Hey, why don't we just go buy some bread and wine? We don't need to go to Catholic Church for this shit. Flesh of Christ. Guys, bread and wine is way cheaper than the hours and hours and hours we'd spend in church. Let's just buy some bread and wine. Have our own Wait, church. Okay, so unless you're... It's like the scene uh, in The Irishman where they're dipping the bread in wine and eating it. I mean, technically, people don't know if you are or aren't confirmed. That's true, but but it was such a small town. And, like, obviously, the dad was like, oh, yeah, we are not Christian. We're... <laughs> yeah, you always said Christian. Christian. Like, he's like, we're Muslim. Like, like, it was very clear that everyone in the town knew. Yeah, uh, but, no, but no, I mean, oh, oh, yeah. once again, uh, I would have believed that the priest would have been like, "I'll, I'll sneak you some," but they didn't show it. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like it. It either should have been the kids saying, "Dad, I've been taking communion this whole time," and then taking the poison, right? Like, something like that, just to give us the. Because you're right now, now, now it's bugging the shit on me. But yeah, God damn. I mean, I think it, I think what they we're going with is that at the end when it started becoming because of uh uh is it bev's character bev is that her name bev's character it it does start in the last like three episodes going towards like really like cult status which i wish it did earlier to the point where well i'm glad they didn't because there wasn't a reason why it evolved into that well maybe i just wish it was a three-hour movie yeah I, th I think so but they uh <laughs> when it gets to that point like i don't know it just seemed like to me they just kind of were throwing out a lot of rules out the window because they were bringing you know healing and all these things at least through the, like the father's mind 
that yeah. those things weren't as important. So I guess that I wasn't really thinking about that way. When you point it out, though, now I do go like, oh, I guess that does also like so make that how much some sense. people could fight the urge, but other people couldn't, and it was uh, like I feel yeah. that made sense to me. I yeah, I, I, I was fine with that. Uh, also, that you'll I guess you'll learn more about that in the last episode. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. The uh, the big thing for me is I think about it and I try not to be, I mean, the, the last episode brings up some nitpicky shit, but I try not to be nitpicky because a lot of movies, when they do weird things, it, it's for metaphor. It's for the meaning of the story. You're, it's, you're not supposed to take it literally like the movie us. You're not supposed to take that ending literally. Um, so I, I just want to know how the hell he convinced this vampire to get in a trunk did this vampire tell him, hey, you're going to get a trunk and you're going to take me to your island? Or was he like, hey, vampire, come with me? I, I, I just want to know how he got that vampire I just love there. because the vampire is huge and it's like not that big of a trunk. Yes. So it's also, clearly going to be like that crushed going through TSA too. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, just that looks like a person. <laughs> they open it up and fucking vampire eats them. I, I don't get also why this he just vampire... like, didn't fucking fly. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Also, this vampire like got into robes, and I understand that's also a visual like metaphor I that thing. That was fucking cool. No, that was well, cool. They, well, they established that with the, with the hat and coat as well, like that it's yes, knows how yes. to like, like uh, you know. But it it still made discreet. me laugh to see this vampire like when he was standing up there looking angry in robes. Oh, see, I understand I, that's I a visual metaphor. That. I, I listen, it. I loved it too, but still the ridiculousness of the image made me laugh and i understand it's a visual metaphor the vampire like there isn't supposed to be a scene where the vampire puts on the robes but well, it was just i just thought it was funny there, well, there's a lot yeah. of stuff i like to think of that doesn't necessarily need explaining that's like man i, I would have loved to have seen okay you're gonna get in the trunk no 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 fold your wings all right lie down I'm gonna I'm walk just gonna, it. I'm just gonna crush but don't it. make any noises. We gotta get through TSA unchecked. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he had TSA pre-check. Who knows? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I yeah. was really hoping that the vampire would like get up there and start speaking Latin, though. I thought that would have been pretty fucking oh, cool. Like just that would have been, been cool. cool. Grunted yeah. Latin out and like, yeah. I, I think because well, like especially I think that may have. Well, actually, I don't know if that would have sold them on the fact that it was an angel. I, I think it could have. And the other thing with it, too, is it behaves humanistic enough. Like, it, you could tell that, like, him and the father have an understanding with one another. And when he's around him, like, it's clear that they both kind of have, like, that, you know, understanding of one another and kind of what's going on. Who? So, for me... I don't think it would have been a stretch for it to like speak Latin or something. Who was in charge though? Like, like I, I mean, like I also this isn't something that needs to be thought of, and this isn't something that needs an answer. But I always I'm wondering like, what was that dynamic? Like, he obviously seemed like uh, a druggie, and the the angel was his was his drug lord, his drug dealer, and providing him with the the religious fervor and nice. I, yeah, yeah. See, call back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you writers. Um, and it was, it was, it's just, I just love the idea of these two, like, hey, there's some crack houses on this island. You hang out in those. I'm going to fucking hang out in the church. And you don't come, you don't come out until the sun goes down because that'll hurt you, man. We need you to be safe. So you just bring me some blood every now and then. We'll be cool. 
but also like did the did the vampire say hey we need to spread the word of god y'all <laughs> like i i that doesn't need an answer but no, it is funny uh, for me to think of it because it's that, like that is what yeah. is and also like why would a vampire work with a religious guy to it is these these are dumb nitpicky things to say but i did think how that was funny also I don't know. did you notice how there was only one scene at least from what i've seen where uh the priest was affected by a cross he like looked at it and got headaches and like it like burned in his hand and oh then yeah he'd, like going to church and there'd be crosses everywhere and like he seemed to be okay i was like huh i figured oh, yeah. that would be more of an issue Burn? Yeah, that's just it, I mean, that question. Wait, church where he was feeling sick, though, right? So maybe wait, that was wait a cross burning him. He, he, well, oh, okay. That that was weird because I didn't understand what was going on with him, like twitching and I, yeah, I thought, throwing he, up and dying. Well, I thought. Well, my thing with it with the cross, and I thought I didn't think it was burning him. I thought it just like he was like crushing it so hard it stabbed into his hand. So that's no, what I thought it, at first it burned too. Him. I, which maybe he did, but remember he kept looking he up does at the crucifix again. and then keeps like like he can't look at the crucifix in that well, one yeah. scene. I, and I was like, oh yeah, duh, he's a vampire. And then like he goes to church in his robes and he's like, oh yeah. And, and also oh, another thing God. that doesn't make sense. He he does it burns his skin. He heals and he puts the cross back in his skin and it I thought burns he was it again. being just burnt from the sun in that scene no 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 it, he that was him keeping his hands out of the sun but another thing was based on everything else we've seen with every other character turning into a vampire he should not have been able to leave that cave in damascus like well, he because no, he, he hadn't died yet so he just had the blood in him yeah, yeah. Uh, oh and then how did Ry- Ry- when did riley die riley died because when he fed on him he broke his neck oh which is right. why i kept telling him not to move yeah right so, so then, okay so yeah so then he was able to heal but with him that's why because like do you know that so scene? how did he die oh did he take the it's, poison it's, it's and then the just... scene with, the, with that with when he's like has taken the poison and he like comes in the room and like dies you know on what? The i'm floor. gonna say that was a really stupid scene because it zooms in on the the newspaper to reveal yes we know we already know he is pruitt well but that's then what I was, that's once what I was we zoom in on that newspaper earlier. everyone knows that he's pruitt as if everyone was zooming in on that newspaper. Yeah. I mean, mm. they only showed two characters look at that. Which yeah, was, I know, but like... Which was the one that was crazy and went with it. Was it was then Sturge the and the girl. But Sturge, the mayor yeah. and his wife both went with it, too. And, and like, but, like, there was no... It was literally, we zoomed in on the, the, anyway, it doesn't matter. I don't want to fucking nitpick this to death, because... Yeah, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah, it's not something that's that's worth nitpicking over. And uh, I, you know what? In the end, I enjoyed watching it. I don't love it. I don't know that I like it, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah, it was fun and as fuck. I say yeah, watch it. Absolutely watch it. Yeah, I, I would. I would say so too. It's seven episodes, so it's a breeze. Yeah, it definitely would have been hurt by thirteen or twelve or whatever. Usually, oh, is I, I would have fucking shit myself if it was that long. But it 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 wrapped itself, and the the thing with it, well, I'm not going to spoilers with it. But, uh, I, another one where it does like have an ending. It's not like they kind like because like I remember like when well, I shouldn't say it, it doesn't because Hill House had an ending. It just was very. If if the eh. ending had gone on for five minutes longer, <laughs> yeah. everyone would have hated that series. <laughs> yeah, and where with this show in Bly Manor, they definitely stuck the landings. I felt. 
so almost for me oh like very close for this one um, i think they did for me in this one i well I, i've got I, some I, problems I, but i have <clears throat> issues too but i think with as far as like the messages of the show and things that happen up until that point it fits yeah you know what definitely watch it i i i enjoy it even even if you've listened this far and you haven't seen it yet because we we spoiled some things but it doesn't spoil the big the, plot points y- of the honestly, show honestly a chunk of, pe- of people will yeah. just will know what's going on yeah before, i mean know, like it, it's yeah. not i think i figured out the vampire thing pretty quickly sounds like Stuart figured out even sooner when by the time they reveal it like he, you would have known so long ago that so, it doesn't really he, he, feel like a twister spoiler. It's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah they, okay. well, the, in, the first in, thing you see it in the dark, I thought zombies. And then the second it's flying, I thought, oh, vampire. So, oh, so yeah. Well, for, well the, the first, the first reveal of it's really cool when it's the kids in the campfire. Oh, uh, yeah. That scared the, the shit out of me. The, uh, the scene where I really wish they just didn't go into it more as far as they did, which is what like sealed that I knew what was happening is, is the cats in the first episode when they delve into like, what's like, look at them. And they're like, all have the same exact wound on their necks. And I was like, God damn it. Like, yes, like I wish those things were kept to a minimum because I I could have seen this twist could have worked. It's not that it couldn't have worked. Like it fits the show well. They do cool things with it. But as far as being surprised by it, they like give you every opportunity in those first couple episodes to just figure most of it all out. And yeah, for sure. It, it, that was a bit of a, that was just it's just a bit of a bummer. Uh, you know what? Honestly though, I I'm happy it's vampires and not another ghost story because I was worried oh, it was yeah. going to be a no, ghost it's, story. It's, it's it's I'm I'm glad that he went into a different direction and it makes me yeah. excited to see what he'll do next. With and the vampire and I like other stories. Dope. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it, they, I thought he did good stuff with it too. I wish he did more with it, but it, it is definitely the first time in a while the vampire was actually like an intimidating creature that wasn't just kind of like a you know the typical person with teeth or like yes. really weird bizarre vampires like this vampire is just so I don't it was like know, I just it was like nosferatu but like yeah on, on, they like just like it almost like there's scenes where it almost looks like it's just out of a painting like it's fucking looks great like it's yeah. really well done well i think uh i think that ends it the vampire looks great some of it is end. bad some of it is is great some of it is good some of it is okay but i think we can all agree that our final review Midnight Ass. Uh, so did you just say that just so that we could title it that? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like then people are going to go into it thinking that we just think it's ass. Well, then people will have a good time <laughs> finding out that it's not entirely ass. No. I, I, but anyway, like, I, I think it's definitely there's there's definitely way more good to the show than bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I'm going to say an even. Maybe, maybe it's even. I don't know. I, I'm still, I, 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 I'm I still very complicated on it. It's okay. I stand by my comma. But anyway, I just wanted to thank everybody for listening to this episode. This is pretty wild. We we talked almost the whole episode about Midnight Mass. I didn't what think a, we would. No, neither did I. I and I guess that just, I mean, that, that further puts forward the fact that we did enjoy watching it. If, I mean, if we didn't to talk about it for an hour. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Next week, we will be back with another fantastic episode. But until then, enjoy your weekend with a cold one from the Nuclear Free. <laughs>